0: podcast.
1: This is John from Red Horse Radio, and you're listening to Kettle Whistle Radio on the Side 13 Network.
0: K O K W calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in.
2: Make
1: me want dance. You know, what is this? What does this represent? Uh, because this isn't just
0: about soda. Hello, Beans. This is Dave. And...
2: Hello! Don't judge me! Don't judge
0: me! Don't judge me! It's going to be called little, little, little. little.
1: Welcome to Kettle Whistle <laughs> Radio, back to old school. Old
0: school.
1: Yes. Got HT in the house. Got Jet, my puppy, in my lap. So if I sound awkward, it's extremely awkward. <laughs> There's a cord wrap around her head. And she is, a, well, she was attacking Taddy's head a little bit ago. So we have, I don't know, we have some catching up to do. First of all, I don't know, what have you been up to? Besides work and work and work and work?
3: Ah discovered a lot of new music. You have yeah, or you it's haven't not because I have Sirius Radio and i mm. more aware of all the new music that's out there. There
1: is a lot, and yes, Sirius XM, I love it. But um it seems like the you listen to liquid metal at all? No.
3: Nah.
1: You should because of
3: the like faction Sirius XM yeah, and I do that too. Lithium, of course a new the first wave channel is my favorite. Well you
1: know um three o'clock to six on Saturdays is Marky Ramon's show. It's all punk oh, yeah, rock. Yeah, you yeah. gotta watch that. So there's our endorsement for Series <laughs> 6M. But, uh, yeah, so we're into uh concerts coming up. I know that we want to go see Down with, um, oh, gosh, who was it? Let's see, Mastodon is coming with Gojira. I want to oh, see yeah. that. Yeah. And Down and, oh, God, it's somebody big. But I want to get tickets to that one. That's a big one. Um, I don't know. you ever get into Down? That's Phil Ensemble's no, other group? No. He has so many I'm of them. going
3: to see St. Vincent
1: this Friday. Why do I? That's, um, who's in that? Annie Clark. And isn't there somebody... I was thinking David Byrne. Oh, uh, they
3: did a CD together. That's
1: what that was. And okay. then
3: the Toadies are touring for the 20th anniversary of Rubberneck.
1: Isn't that this week?
3: It's the 21st.
1: Oh, so it's next Wednesday? Yeah.
3: Uh I think it's a Monday. Are you going? Oh, yeah. You are going. You got Heck your yes. ticket.
1: We, worked, yeah, we hadn't decided on that one yet. I kind of do want to do They're that.
3: They're really good
1: live. I saw them back in the day. Uh, yes, they opened for Bush when Bush had that first good album, and that was about it. Razorblade Suitcase wasn't into that tour too much at all. But uh, let's see, so eventually we're going to have a friend of yours come on here. Uh, You want to tell me a little bit about this?
3: Yeah, David Barsky. He's from Milwaukee. Um, He watched Paranormal State and contacted me through Facebook um, because he saw that I was wearing a Neurosis t-shirt. Neurosis. And kind of had to like verify, like, is that girl wearing a Neurosis (laughs) t-shirt? He's super cool. He uh, collects vinyl. Um, He's a drum tech and an audio engineer. And he has a band called The Flying Medusa.
1: Flying Medusa. Which is pretty
3: great. Um, but yeah, he's going to come on and talk about his band and talk about music he's into.
1: And I we played one song earlier. If you hear any clunking around, that has everything to do with a dog in my lap who's not behaving. <laughs> but um, yeah, we listened to one song. What was the song called? Do you know the uh, name? Ser- Serpenter? Okay. Serpinter. Yeah. I'm gonna it right.
3: Sorry.
1: Oh, that's Sorry. all right. They're going to get to hear he'll it themselves. Tell, he'll tell us about it, though. Exactly. But, um, we're going to play probably at the end of the end of the show, I imagine. Yeah. Um, Stoner Rock instrumental? Like
3: doom, doom metal.
1: Okay. Metal? Yeah. Both of which are interesting. And yes. I really enjoyed the song. So see what he has to say. So he's <laughs> wearing a Neurosis shirt. That's yeah. your, your fans really dig when you're. Oh, yeah. your Neurosis. I love
3: it that they recognize my impeccable taste in music.
1: <laughs> very important. I know. Yeah. yeah. I talk about that on here, you know, from the very beginning our shows were more about music than anything paranormal you know yeah. you were breaking free from that and but you know you, you got to open up to other things and you are basically a music lover so oh
3: yeah
1: and that's always i mean we had some good conversations with, with, about that um, let's see uh, Jane's addiction are coming around
3: no Cleveland? Uh, they're playing. no they're playing a Three three days in Vegas, uh oh, is that what anniversary it is? of nothing shocking. And what's really crazy is I got asked to do an event in Nevada. Oh. Um, that those three same days, basically that weekend that they're there. Oh wow. And I was so tempted to just go and be like, Yeah, I'm an hour I'm I'm an hour away from really Vegas, not- I have to go. Um but then the people doing the event changed it to the end of May. So now I'm like, uh oh. Jeez. forget it.
1: That stinks. Oh man. Yeah. But no. I I was not I was meant,
3: like to it's be. meant to be. It was meant to be, but like then I it wasn't. Was crazy,
1: ah, that's terrible. But uh let's see. Oh, I don't know. Well, we have all kinds of conventions and stuff coming up. I guess now would be a good time to talk about something big coming up actually, uh for me and um, you're involved. Yeah. Um I, I officially announced it a, a couple of shows ago, um, that uh, I actually have my first novel coming out. Yay. That's a big deal. It's very exciting. Um, I have a book release party May 10th, Saturday. Someone Else's Bar. Anybody listening that's around Pittsburgh area? Whose who's bar is it? Someone Else's Bar. <laughs> My friend Elsa. It's her place and excellent food. There'll be food, of course, catered. Drinks are not for free, so, you know, it is a bar, so you're going to have to pay for your drinks, I'm afraid, folks. Uh, and, uh, yeah, May 10th, that's the book release itself, The, the Fall of Tomorrow. I will be launching a website as well. Uh fairlydarkproductions.com is my site. That's where eventually you'll be able to buy it. It's in print it's not in print yet. It's going to print in the next week or two. And today being what is today? April what? What is today?
3: Uh the 7th.
1: It's the 7th. So I would say the third week of April is when it's going to be on Amazon and uh I'm supposed to go to a few conventions with it too. So we'll see what goes on there uh, with Gary uh, Gary Vincent and uh Rich Bottles over in uh Burning Bulb uh, publications. I, I really uh, I have to thank them a lot. So that's that's the big news I have for me. And uh I don't know. Uh what else? What else have you got going on? I know you have a, a new car, which is very nice. Oh
3: yeah, I have a bright orange car. It's
1: <laughs> the first time I saw it in the daylight. It looks like a
3: little roller skate. <laughs> it does Perfect. look like a roller skate. It's
1: wonderful. <laughs> that's hilarious.
3: Um. Oh, no, uh, last week, my I have a buddy who teaches English at IUP, mm-hmm. and he's doing a writing class about kind of like themes of the paranormal, each, e- where each student will pick like a topic of the paranormal to write about. Oh, and he cool. had me come in and speak to two of his classes. That's awesome. So I got to feel like what it was to be a teacher, because everyone's like raising their hand and like taking notes <laughs> when I'm talking. So it was really awesome. Did you laugh when they raised their hand? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was, it was fun. Though. I had fun with it. And um, they asked me all kinds of questions, and I showed them some videos and <laughs> some episodes.
1: Uh, that's cool that's cool uh, yeah, i think you told me you're about you were going to do that do you do that often speaking
3: uh whenever, not as much as i used to because my availability now but um yeah i mean when i'm asked usually i'll do something
1: that's cool that's yeah. cool i uh recently went to ides and i bought a bunch of music um i haven't been
3: there in so long i know
1: well there's two things here uh, I, one here this is weird you're actually going to know the players here one of the guys from ministry and jason novak from uh iron lung corporation uh Chris Connolly, you, you should know from Revolting Cox back in the day. Uh, if, okay. Yeah, that's like a, just a four-song EP called Cockshore. <laughs> they always have to have that theme. I'm um, not sure why. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, nice. it was, it, it's pretty decent. It's, I, I, I like it a lot. Um then there's, the, I also bought my friend Jim Sabonic's CD, Reinforced, where he uh, guitared up a lot of his techno stuff. And the, yeah, that is the dog driving me nuts right now, if that, you're that clunking. She just wants to get down. I'm gonna have to let her down. She's driving me nuts. But um yeah, as far as that, I mean music and I old favorite here, not really a favorite, but I, they grew on me. D, D-, D- Krups, do you remember them? No. They used to cover Metallica and stuff, but industrial. Uh that's more really? of, this one's more rock oriented, yeah. The Machinists of Joy. Those are the last <laughs> things I purchased. and this Joy. is actually more where that came from, uh the Iron Lung Corporation's new one, which is all cover songs. Uh you, you probably I don't know if you're a fan of them or not. You probably don't know them. Yeah. Um but yeah. If, Well, I got... It was really cool. Jason Novak, who's in that band, gave me the okay to play anything from his catalog, which is pretty cool. So we'll hear some of that in later shows. But yeah, so that's... Recently,
3: I cannot get enough of this band called Goat from Sweden. I discovered them a few months ago. Yeah,
1: they were on XM.
3: Oh, they're amazing. Really? They're CD World Music. That's the only one I have right now, but...
1: I I only heard one song. So good. Uh, Was that more Stoner or Doom It's
3: like psychedelic like weird african tribal Ooh, I nothing like that it. okay wow it's awesome though
1: oh, that is cool they have
3: like djembe and guitar and weird like wah effects on their guitars
1: goat okay yeah. i'm gonna check that out it's pretty great i don't know where i heard that then it wasn't on liquid metal i guess um
3: no i don't i don't even know what station and play it
1: why is that familiar i don't know it's something i'll have to look into but i guess we're just wait for our guest to call in here and uh we'll get right back to you in a second here Okay, my dog's killing me over here. Look at my face. Oh, my God. All right, so... It's a dog
3: loose in the studio, everybody. In
1: the studio. Jet. Jet Marie. Well, yeah, she has a middle name now. Oh, <laughs> what are you going to do? Yeah. But she was named... People are me, like, did you name her after Joan Jet? like, no. Uh The Paul McCartney song, Jet. That's where it comes from. Because we were both fans of it. And just kind of came on one night, two days before we got her. And we were going to pick her up. And there you have it. So this band that we have calling in...
3: Yes, uh, Flying Medusa is their name, and they're out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Um, Dave Barsky is the drummer of the band. He is a drum tech and an audio engineer. He actually contacted me on Facebook um, after he saw an episode of Paranormal State where I was wearing a Neurosis shirt. <laughs> he called me out on that. Uh, you kind of to verify, like, is that girl wearing a Neurosis shirt? And uh, we just started talking about music. He collects vinyl. Um, so we're going to talk we're going to see what his band's all about they're kind of like stoner rock doom metal gonna yeah play a track from them at the end of the show. yeah
1: very cool actually I, I enjoyed what i heard um a lot and uh so yeah that's uh i said it before neurosis um just gets you a lot of attention i guess because it's, it's it's not that it's eclectic it's a real that i mean if you like neurosis you have to have a real liking for Neurosis. They're oh, very yeah. particular sounding. Uh, they're awesome. They're heavy, but you, unpredictable and dangerous yeah. too. So, and uh, these guys are nothing like Neurosis, really. They're more like you said, stoner rock, which mm-hmm. is interesting. And uh, now they're from Wisconsin.
3: Yeah, Milwaukee. And it's funny too, because anytime I ever meet anybody from Milwaukee, I'm like Violent Femmes. Violent Femmes. I always <laughs> have to find out what the Violent Femmes are up to, because it's the only band I truly. Want to see forever?
1: Yeah, right. I think they do some tour recently, not too long They've ago. They've been
3: playing like festivals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if it's all the original members. I think the one, that, I think they have one new. For, I don't, I don't even. Well, know. maybe this will get maybe us. Dave will tell. us. We'll get uh,
1: listeners in Wisconsin. I don't think we have any of those yet. I don't know. That's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so I'm surprised you didn't make fun of me for cutting my hair off. Or. Not talk to me. <laughs> just cut all my hair off. Yeah. Uh,
3: I, I honestly didn't remember. Yeah, it I happens every now and then. In like a month. That's
1: true. It, it Yeah, it was a month. Uh, yeah, we were watching some horrible movie. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> let's see. We had Olympic night, and what was the last movie we saw that was just like almost unbearable? I think I fell asleep. Yeah. It was. Oh boy. Yeah, I don't know. I lose more people that way. <laughs> That's my penchant for bad movies. Uh, yeah, I've actually had people call me up and say, how did you ever watch this movie, and why did you make me watch it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> but, yeah, so, all right, well, hopefully we're going to hear from this guy shortly. And um, just hang in there. I got this dog on my lap who's driving me crazy right now. And I'm hoping that Miss D, the lovely Miss D, you hear her? That's her. Hopefully she'll be home, she'll be home shortly so she can take care of this dog. That's you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Teddy, Teddy's now squealing and whining (laughs) in the studio. (laughs) Oh my God. But all right. We'll be back shortly after a word from our sponsors.
3: Damn it dog. This is Mr. Pink of the Society 13 podcast network and you are listening to Kettle Whistle Radio with Heather and Dave. The only place I come for the music macabre, and movies. Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Kettle Whistle Radio. Hey. We have Dave Barsky on the phone, um, who I mentioned earlier from the band Flying Medusa. He's going to tell us a little bit about his band, and then uh, later on in the show, we're going to play one of his tracks.
1: Indeed. Dave, you there?
3: I am here. What's up, guys?
1: Good. Sounds Here's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard you had some drama.
2: Drama, huh? <laughs> yeah, broken, broken hands. Just been a, a ton of drama. I mean, wow. I can write a book about
1: this band. Okay, <laughs> you can start like right the poems,
2: here. Much. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we. <"Browing with laughs> um. Okay. Uh, basically, started off as uh, started off as a, a three piece uh, with me on drums and uh, a couple other members just kind of in and out. And I kind of wanted to keep this my baby kind of with like rotating, not rotating members necessarily, but keep one or two people, you know what I mean, at all times. And then bringing other musicians for certain things. And we kind of had a core base of just me and this other cat that were basically doing all the songwriting together. And um, I suppose the best way I can put it is like our sound, I guess, would be if Fu Manchu and Red Fang... Got in a tr- got in a, a truck and drove <laughs> uh,
1: cross country. or not cross country. Let's say to Kansas City and crashed head on with the Black Angels.
0: <laughs>
2: nice.
1: Um, <laughs> I, that's the best way I can put it. That's just how the sound is coming out as
2: of right now. So I mean, if you're a fan of 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 those kinds of bands and that that style of buzzed out psychedelic, you know, overtones, just sonically drenched craziness. Um, yeah, I have a, a good feeling
1: you're gonna dig it. So, I have to agree, man. I, I, li- I listen to all three of those bands, and I listened to the one song that you sent us there, and it's uh yeah, I totally agree, and that's a great sound. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, yeah, and the, the
2: tracks of Pentor or whatever that we released, we kind of released it as a. Everybody was hounding us, hounding us, hounding us. We played two shows literally over the, uh, in 2013 because of injury and just what have. What have you, our, front, our old front man broke his, his tibia. Oh
0: god.
2: And he was, he's the size of a lineman, so his healing, t- we
1: had to play a sh- our first show with him literally sitting down. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so, I mean, you can imagine, you know, the style of our music and him sitting down <laughs> was kind of a, kind of a bummer. But anyhow, you know, we're a band that really doesn't believe in canceling shows, and if we can do it,
1: we're gonna do it. so... Sure. That's awesome. It turned out to be more st-
2: stress in the end, though.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah, the pr- person is obviously no longer in the band, but
2: you know, contributed a lot, and great dude, still friends, so everything's good. Um, we also have um, a, a rather large, probably the biggest, uh, doom, well, quote unquote, doom festival um, in the region coming up um, in June. Which has gotten us a decent amount of press, which is always nice. Um, and it's called Days of the Doom Fest 4. It's here in Milwaukee. Um, Trouble, I don't know if a lot of your listeners are familiar with
1: Trouble. Trouble, uh, I saw recall. them, man. I saw Trouble back yeah. in the day at the basement in Texas um, when they used to play with Pantera a lot. Oh, that, exactly. Yep. Here, so you,
2: you know. Yep. I met Everybody them. They're yeah. coming back and...
1: Eric Wagner, unfortunately, isn't in this incarnation of of the band,
2: but his other band, Blackfinger, which is like a newer project that he's doing with, I want to say, one other original Trouble member, um, they're also playing the festival with us on the same day. It's a two-day fest. um, Bands from all over the country. The Alvarez was from Pennsylvania. I want to say that's from PA or Virginia.
0: Don't
2: call me on that. Um Egypt Taurus from the UK is coming over to play the show. Um, I'm a huge fan of that band you guys should totally check them out. Age they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um Blas from San Antonio is coming up. Um what else one of their bands? Check Stoft, um, been around for years, as well as Egypt. They're one of my favorite
1: bands oh, yeah, and I know them. Oh, cool. Yeah. Heather had yeah. something she wanted to add.
3: Oh, uh, I wanted to ask you, are you a fan of the band Earth? I'm, I'm sure you probably are. Oh, totally. Yeah. Huge fan of Earth. Yeah, because I could hear some of that in your music and I actually, I got to see them a couple years ago. They passed through Pittsburgh. It was amazing. amazing. So yeah, they're amazing. great.
2: You were very lucky. I just, they just played two shows in Chicago and I didn't get a chance to go down and see them and I'm so, so kicking myself right now for it. <laughs>
3: yeah. I
2: just actually bought, I just, bought Pentastar, just the other day.
3: Oh, cool. On vinyl, I just ran and picked it
2: up. I was like, oh, I should just buy all of these right now. You know, what <laughs> I mean? it just feed my earth collection on vinyl. It's like,
1: eh. Yeah, oh, Heather. Heather was telling me you're a vinyl collector.
2: Oh yeah, totally. Huge vinyl collector. Um, yeah, I, I do a lot of work on discogs and stuff like that. And I, yeah, I'm a weirdo. I, <laughs> I don't know what happened. A couple years ago, I like I went all digital. I did I did a lot of DJing and, and production, actually, if you can believe it. Um, uh, I want to say five years back, and just sold all my,
1: probably six years now, I sold all my vinyl, oh. which was the dumbest <laughs> thing I'd ever done. Oh. That and hurts. That hurts me. Went totally, yeah, it hurts, yeah. <laughs> even to say that, ugh, it makes me
2: cringe. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, I... Um, went all digital because I, I went with the Serato Scratch Live where I was actually using physical turn cable, you know, so there was, was still that analog feel and everything else, but yet yeah, I was still using my well, iTunes library with Serato Scratch Live, you know, I and mean? it was just, it wasn't the same at all, so, and then I just kind of fell out to just, I would do, you know, two nights a week, weeklies at certain clubs around town, and, um, just kind of fell out of it and got in a really bad car accident and was just like, all right, I'm done. I got to take, take this seriously and ended up, you know, having having serious repercussions from that as well. Wow, sorry to hear that. So, yeah, I mean, just ton, tons of stuff. Bad hit and run,
1: Oof.
2: whatnot migraines for two years the, oh my last, God.
0: the
1: last two years where i'd have to lock myself up in a room you know what i
2: mean uh, that stuff for hours i had to not move that's horrendous you know, all the light, broth notes i do no nothing so
1: Oof. that was really really tough so. yeah uh, migraines for a musician that's like uh two things that don't go together uh there i know i i don't I, suffer from them often but when i get them oh boy yeah there's nothing you can do but sit in the dark but um and you can't even think i don't i don't know how you got out of that you said for two years Two years, yeah, and it, uh, I'm not going to get into the law regarding stuff, but
2: regarding it, it was, it was just it was crazy, I crashed head in straight into a pole while I was gunning it so the other guy behind me could merge, and he gunned it at the same time in a huge SUV and clipped me, and I kind of fish-tailed into, a, and I, like I said, gunned it at the last second at the same time, Whoa. and of course, he clipped me in, and I went straight directly into like a huge cement light post oh, and it, and then they drove off they were just far enough you know and then all everything just airbags just came out and it was just chaos and i was just like everybody's just standing at nine o'clock in the morning yeah. we're just staring and i'm in mind you the worst part of town in milwaukee and it's just like um i don't know what to do here you know i was in total shock obviously climb out of the car it's just like they they stopped the vehicle and I was like com- waving my arms, come back here, come back here, come back here. And of course, they threw it in reverse for two seconds. And I'm assuming whoever was in the passenger. She was like, "Stupid, go, go, go!" Wow. Man. So that was the end of that. Wow. So yeah, and the case is still going on to this day. So I'll just leave it at that, I suppose.
3: <laughs> now i so, I've always had a fascination with Milwaukee, simply because. I'm obsessed with the violent Femmes. What's the music scene like there? I was going to
1: ask
2: that. Yeah, obviously. obviously, Yep. (laughs) Wait, what did you? I'm sorry, I missed that last part. Um,
3: what's the like the music scene like in Milwaukee?
2: Okay, it's crazy coming up right now in I want to say two genres, three three genres, but everything's blurring the lines. We have a psych fest coming up. Um, we a Milwaukee psych fest where some some pretty a Loop is coming from the UK to play this fest. Um, it's kind of a preface to the to Austin Psych Fest. You know, a lot of the bands that are playing there are playing the Milwaukee Psych Fest, okay. and that's in I want to say two weeks, and it's over a stretch of four or five days. I want to say. Wow. So that I mean, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some really, really good local stuff coming. There's so much good stuff coming out of Milwaukee. It's just ridiculous right now. A lot of a lot of side projects, um, but majorly on the upside, I, I would say it's it's becoming like the quote stoner, whatever you want to throw that into, like it, it's totally taken off. It's 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 pretty crazy.
0: I'll, yeah. I'll
2: drop one. I'll give a shout out to one of my favorite bands in town and close close friends, Moon Curse, that mm-hmm. I I've been for everybody to check out that band is amazing and within no time, the um, relapse is going to come calling wow. or metal blade. I mean, it's, it's like that, like it's there at they're a three piece. If you like Mastodon, yeah, and
0: yeah. If you, if you just, I'll just leave it at that. If you even
2: dig Mastodon in the slightest, you're going to dig this band.
3: Noomcast. Um, and they're
2: all, they're also sharing, they're playing actually the time slot right after we we're, we're playing, um, of the days of the Fest. so we're actually the only two local bands that are playing this day's
1: Fest. That's so, exciting, man! That sounds awesome. Yeah. I want to go. <laughs> I know, I do too. Let's go to
2: Milwaukee. <laughs> Damn, we don't. Yeah, have Yeah,
1: like
2: Milwaukee's a great town, man. It's it's really it's I've seen it. You know, back in the 2000s, early 2000s, scene where it was, uh, for example, the our news our, our frontman Patrick Fuller was in a band called uh, Hero of a Hundred Fights and they've recorded with Steve Albini. Uh. Um, he's he's done so much work. A, a band called Temper Temper. Um, he fronted that band. They were on Revelation Records. And if you know anything, you know
0: Gorilla Biscuit. Ball Oh uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> or, I mean, yeah, they were on Revelation for for a while, as well as *Since my Man*, a band called *Since By Man*. And they um, basically multiple members were in the same band. And um, yeah, I mean they had a they had a great run, and what have you? Things happen. People have babies and families and lives, and yeah, you
1: know that kind of thing takes
2: over and takes precedence. So what a drag! You know, things, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, it sounds <laughs> like, like you got
1: you got quite a variety there. I hear like it sounds like hardcore punk and doom metal. I mean, yeah, I guess Milwaukee's the place to be right now, man. Jeez. Yeah, it's
2: it's a hotbed, man. I mean, like there's there's just so much going on uh there's other bands um a band called northless um we basically have a our rehearsal space is turned into one, one of my close friends he, he's up on the third floor with a printing press and it's, it's all a huge press and they do the third floor does all the record stuff mm. they, they do all their t-shirts everything their commission do all that and a lot of stuff locally um coffee, roasters, and whatnot in Milwaukee, and beer, um, small batch breweries and whatnot, um, but, yeah, we're in that, in this, this huge building called The Factory, and it turned, it's Eric Von Mund, um, is kind of, like, one of the catalysts, he's, he's an artist, um, anybody can Google him, and you'll find a ton of amazing concert posters and whatnot, he actually did a lot of work with Jack White, personal work, like for Third Man Records. And um, back back in like the late nineties, early two thousand, the White Stretch were always in Milwaukee. I don't know what the deal was with that, but it was it was pretty crazy. And they made a lot of friends here, and um, Eric was one of them. And he did a lot of exclusive exclusive stuff for the White Stretch. <clears throat> Anyhow, that building has turned into. And we were the second band to move into this rehearsal space and the owner was like we really want to partition out I have money to partition out the rest of this whole floor this bunker basement area and um, it turns out all the local bands that are kind of heavy are all in to this space now the partitions aren't finished Are familiar. Well, I'm a big Queens of Stone Age fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And Tyus and all that. And um, basically, we wanted—I don't know if you're familiar with the Desert Sessions stuff that they did with PJ Harvey and Gangway and all those cats. No, I'm um, It's, it's going to be a—we're uh, going to do kind of like a Desert Sessions thing where it's where multiple musicians are going to get together, and we're just going to see what the hell comes out. And just and we're setting up an actual recording um, studio down there in in the bunker, and it's yeah I mean it's everything is just on the up and up.
1: So really cool, but man. It sounds like a road trip yeah. to me, you know. Yeah, right. to totally. Yeah, um, seriously, it,
2: it's great here. I mean, the summertime you cannot you can't go wrong here in the summer, or you can't you really can't go wrong from mid April until late October here
1: in Wisconsin if you're a weather person like if you can't know the weather Heather is <laughs> I, I understand I, I, had, I had to get out of here in 2002 and move to
2: Austin because literally the weather was driving me crazy and I was just like fresh
1: start gotta mm-hmm. move Austin's, I mean? Austin's so. awesome man that's an awesome town um, I want to ask you something going back to the trouble thing again uh, the lead singer do you think his resurgence does he owe a lot to Dave Grohl when he got him on that ProBot Pro project I know he did a song um, with him or was the, they were already coming back anyway?
2: I, You know what? That's a really that's a really good question. I believe so personally, but the full stuff was so... Well, since Steve Grohl has started producing Ghost keys.
0: No.
2: Um, I don't know. Like, hmm. yeah, I mean... I, I'm a huge Steve Grohl fan, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> I think there's some things that, just, that rubbed me the wrong way with a few... With not how he runs things, but... Hmm. I mean, I don't know if you guys are familiar with the Sound City and the, you know... Yes, uh, yeah. the Sound City, back. Okay. Yeah. Um, like, personally, you know, I'm not the biggest, like, guy and all <laughs> that, and bringing all these people together. I realize there's, you know, a marketing and money aspect of it and getting these people in, and, yeah, that's a really good vocal track. It, you know, it doesn't support my vote, necessarily. Hmm. Um... He did with Trent, and you know, there were some really good combinations. I thought, you know, putting Alan Johannes, especially into that mix, I think helped a lot. Same with Chris Goss um, from Masters of Reality. Right. But I just, you know, I, I think Girl is getting a little bit uh, ahead of him. But the
0: Probot Days, I guess, you can take your, that was like 2003. You yeah. know what I mean? Now that yeah. I think about it, 2004, I remember the rumors by that throughout myself
2: was that. Right after, right after Danko Jones and the Hives, Lemmy and Dave Grohl were going to come out <laughs> at EMO and do a set, and we we're just like, "Well, screw it, we're sticking around for the Hives, on whether we like it or not." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> forget
0: it. Just to see if this comes to fruition here, and it
2: didn't. It was just one of the many, many rumors, uh, obviously, that always float around South by here.
1: So, man.
2: But, yeah, I mean, that's a question I really can't answer, I guess. But I do think that, yeah, obviously working with, did he work with Eric Wagner? I don't know if he can, I don't have
1: a computer in front of me, so I really can't check that information. But That's something I'll have to look at. I want to ask you about your body of work. Like, What what exactly do you guys have? Do you have EPs, albums, uh, how many, and what can we get?
2: (laughs) Okay, we should. We should right now. Um, but because of the transition that was made, I wanna say last no uh, I wanna say December, um, it was basically a choice of me taking my new bass player and quitting drum me quitting drums personally and getting on guitar and taking out the front man because uh, just for
1: various reasons. Um <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> Yeah, I just don't
3: want to go too too much into it, but it's
1: right. just personal, personal, personal things and whatnot,
2: and he was shocked to, that I made the decision, because I had been with Tyler, at least give him, I'll give him some credit, I had been with this Tyler Cat for a year writing songs, so yeah, essentially we should have an EP out, but all those songs got kind of put on the back further, because, except for maybe two that I carried over to this, but they have, we've just been doing all new material since since but uh-huh. regardless it started from from basically yeah me rolling with max our bass player now as opposed you know, to it basically it's either me or him and i chose max and he was shocked that i chose him and it was <laughs> just like okay let's do this um i was like well what are we gonna do for a drummer and just like let's see if uh, they're in a band called mega which is actually another kind of doom band, I suppose, that shot up the the line really quick here at Milwaukee. I mean they got a lot, a lot of press. Um, and so they had some issues and it's they were on hiatus, so they were just like, What's too fine we do, so screw it. Drummer did one practice with us, one run through of Serpentor and it by the recording is actually from the first after we had just taught the drummer the song the recording is actually we were like set the mics up let's record this take home whatever and it just turned into okay let's put this out on band camp screw it everybody was hounding us, hounding us, hounding us. <laughs> I was like there's no vocals and I you know I don't want to put this out of vocals but i listened to it multiple people were just like screw it it sounds great without vocals you know it's a low-fi rough raw recording at the same time you can hear just I don't know, the emotion and not emotion, I shouldn't say it's well, totally wrong word, but just you, know, you can feel it when you when you hear it. And um I guess um yeah, I mean it's it's, it's just a uh, with now with vocals on it and hearing hearing how it's all coming together, oh God, it's gonna be great to re release that in a proper way. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. we're working with um a Parisian artist named Joe Rio and he's done a ton of grap- uh, graphic design for um, TP records um, he does a lot of the European TP stuff um, commissioned through their um, concert artwork over there in, in France and Italy and um, yeah he's a, he's a native Parisian he's a fan of ours and was just like I'd love to throw some designs at you guys we just started talking and whatnot, and yeah, uh, it, it it ended up working out great. He he designed our t
3: shirt logos and designed everything, our oh. logo and ev- just everything that that
2: we put out. So he's on board to do our AC spread, which we're shooting for. Uh, I want to say we're
1: going to be recording probably in the next month. Okay, and good. Then, That's cool. Yeah,
0: yeah. Officially recording. two
2: Three songs, I want to say, officially three songs, in the next month, and then we're going to, you know, go from there, I guess. What, what Are you so,
1: going to go, like, the EP route, or do a couple songs at a time? A lot of bands these days put out one or two songs so people can download, you know, purchase them correctly, that's what I like to say, but um they put one or two out, then, then, then an EP, then maybe a full-length album, or are you going to go for the full-length album? We're
2: going to do an EP first, because, um, just to Unless the studio time turns out, because we have studio time booked as well, and we're not sure which band is going to necessarily take the studio time. Mm-hmm. So we don't know necessarily um, how that's all going to work out. Um, there, there's, 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 there's multiple things on the table right now where someone in Chicago wants to produce the EP, close friend, and it's kind of like, well, we can go down there for a couple weekends and track a Finish stuff up and, and blah, 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 but, you know, we don't want to rush into anything and we just want to make sure that everything just goes smooth, stress free, takes it easy, you know what I mean? And just have fun with this and let it all just, you know, organically, I don't want to use that word, mm-hmm. but come together. So,
1: cool. I mean, yeah. Well, so, are you, uh, you on Twitter?
2: Yes, we're on Twitter at Flying Medusa.
1: Yeah, well, it's, it. it's just at Flying Medusa.
2: Okay. Bandcamp um, yeah. at uh, Flying Medusa four one four dot and then our Facebook page is facebook.com slash Flying Medusa four one four. Someone snatched up all the. Someone snatched up Flying Medusa pretty quick, but not on Twitter. So <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, yeah. I'll tell you. Heather introduced me to. uh, Today was the first day I heard your song. Actually, I I sat and listened to the whole thing. I'm gonna go and purchase it myself. Actually, I I really, really enjoyed it, and I was actually hoping that's what you sounded like when she explained it to me. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. She well, she's a huge fan, uh, and you know, you already know about her and Neurosis and her love of all music. I shouldn't say all music. She's a little particular. She gets a little particular. She's up to the like, 90s. Hey, grown- here, yeah. Yeah, hey, you gotta be
3: these days.
1: Yeah, you really do. I mean, there's a lot out there. It's just a matter of finding it. And this is how we find new music all the time, either through each other or, you know, we connect with somebody on Twitter of all places. I, that's how I met, like, the Bloody Nerve. I don't know if you heard them out of Nashville. They're just a, um, they're kind of a blues, just a blues band, but they're really talented, great I've heard, people.
2: I've actually heard that band. They're great. Yeah. yeah. They're great. Very cool. Um,
1: I'll, I'll be glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah. so, another band
2: that I want to drop, like a couple of friends, kind of, whatever, it, it is, um, this band, Sand Rider out of California. I'm not sure if they're three-piece. They do three-part harmonies. They're great. They kind of remind you a little bit of Pontiac, um, on Thrill Jockey. Mm. Um, really, really great band, as well as, um, oh, geez, don't do this to Mary Melbrain. No <laughs> um, brain. little the other band. Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dwell on that. I'll get to it when it comes, pops back into my head, but it was something that I, was, yeah. really you, wanted to You
1: should know, go. uh, you should know my scribe here is writing down all these band names I as am. you say them, so. yeah, she researches, <laughs> she, she does I the research. <laughs> well, you watch the show yeah. she was on, she's the research I'm a assistant. Team <laughs> Not much of a team here, but hey, there's there's two of us. Sometimes three of us in the studio, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, but yeah, it works for me though because she does some pretty good research. She pulls these things out. I'm like, wow, where did you get that one from? And uh, the name, right? fl- the fly, flying flying yeah. medusa. Where does that come from? Wait, say that one more time. Your band name. Where did you get it from?
2: Oh, if anybody is a fan of
1: Ninte- original Nintendo games, yes, indeed. Um, yep. Uh, okay, if you can, I mean. I remember the first games that came out when it first came out. Castlevania, Mike Tyson's you know, Punch Out. Okay, you nailed it. <laughs> it. Absolutely, I remember the flying. It like Oh, the worst, the worst, the worst enemies
2: ever. How can you go from from that easy second level when you climb up the stairs <laughs> and then all of a sudden stupid flying Medusa heads are flying at <laughs> you like crazy?
1: It's true.
0: It's like what the. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, I, know, I never. Years, I never in a million years. I never a million years thought I'd be talking about Castlevania today. But I love that game. I, what about that little monkey guy that would jump on you and beat the crap out of you too? I hated uh, that. Uh, what? Yeah, the hunchback. You're getting beat up by a monkey. It's what? like ridiculous. Yeah, I mean it's so vicious
2: to throw you from okay level one. You might want to you know like gradually increase the difficulty here. For God's sake. I mean, there's so no. You know, I was just, I remember that as a kid, even worse. I hated. Yes. I hated that level. I'd be like, "How oh, this should be like the fifth level or sixth level." You
1: know what I mean? As a kid, I'm I like, agree. What's going on? I agree totally. So, I actually had apprehension every time I put that like, game in the in the box to play it. I'm like, I don't know if I really want to do this right now. It just, it was just so know, frustrating. Right? Why am I doing this to myself? Coming exactly. <laughs> like
0: back now today and playing these things, be
1: like,
0: dude, we should be way better at this. Like going back and games. I remember like these
2: side scrolling, you know, whatever they'll have on, you know, PlayStation Two or whatever. You know what I mean? Like going back for PlayStation One games, going back and trying those again. Yes. And you know they're like reissuing indie games and whatnot on, on the new consoles and blah blah blah. And they're making them super simple side scrollers. Not super simple by any means. They're making them like puzzle weird side scrollers, which are cool. Yes. So they do. You know, like, but at the same time, they're making them freaking impossible, where you're just to the point, you're banging your head against, well, like, do I need, really need to check YouTube past this level? Am I even <laughs> going to go through that much trouble? You know what I mean? Like, I don't
3: know. Some of the music... Of artists,
2: Some a lot of great artists, a lot of great artists doing these games and, like, you know, doing them in a, in a really cool fashion that are, like, you transferring from... You know, you're not transferring, but you know what I mean—like taking them from platform, like an iOS platform, and putting them onto to like a, a PlayStation platform or what have you. Mm. And so there's there's just a lot of a lot of good artists doing that, but
3: you know they're making the games too damn hard these days. That's the bottom
1: line. Agreed. Yeah, Heather had some that.
3: Some of the music too. When you play these old games, it's like so hypnotizing. Yeah. Like I can't.
1: Well, now they're hiring bands to actually do the music. I mean, that's not new, really. Um, I mean, you could be listening to real bands now uh, on on video games, which I guess that's cool. Cool for you guys, right? If you get on there. Exactly. I think it's great. I I feel like Red Fang Mm -hmm. was one of the first bands to have that happen to them, and
2: and a couple other bands out in the Pacific Northwest, like, do I think of, you know, Hating
1: Myself, Murder City Devils. Oh um, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I saw the, them. Yeah. I saw them. Oh, they're great, great yes. people. they. Yeah, they're, they're great yeah. time, actually. They're a really good time. Um, well, David, did, you have did you get it? Go ahead.
2: Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, well, so flying, Or er, flying, um, Lurker City Devil, yeah, they, we've been, I've stayed in contact with them and their, their projects. Like a couple, Derek and, and Leslie, the keyboard player, stayed in contact with them for years. They're, they're still, doing their thing and different projects and whatnot and they're still just great stand-up people so really really good people every time they come around especially uh cody from big business so
1: well do you have any, anything else you want to plug out there for folks to check out or do we hit on everything um, no, I remember the band's name. They're from California. Perfect. Um, it, and I found them. I'm gonna
2: name drop the show Shameless, it's uh, well, I'm Showtime, obviously. Um, I highly recommend it. But uh this band called Hobosexual. H O
1: H-O-B-O. B O. Hobosexual. <laughs> <laughs> She's writing oh, it down, man.
3: <laughs> it's in my notebook. It's and in
1: the notebook. This, this, this band is. I.
2: I was like, am I really gonna shazam this? And I? I was like drew it and I'm gonna it. The hadish is and I was like how have I never heard this band before? <laughs> this is like this is some of the coolest stuff I've heard in a long time. So I'm going to check that out. Definitely, that check that band out. All
1: right, well we're going to be playing your tune here shortly. Um I want to thank you Dave for calling in. It was great meeting you even if it's uh, cyber meeting like this. It seems the only way to do it these days. And I want to thank uh, yeah. Miss Heather too for introducing me.
3: Yeah, oh, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Good luck recording, and good luck at your Milwaukee Doom Festival. I hope it goes well. Keep us updated.
2: Yeah, please. I will, for sure. And, yeah, that, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate
1: it. Absolutely. I'll let you, I'll let you know when the show's up, man. All right? Because uh, we, we record ahead of time, usually. We have done live ones. It gets a little complicated. <laughs> no, uh, believe
2: me, I know. Believe me, I, don't, <laughs> I have a blog spot, blah, blah, blah. And that's kind of what was a catalyst to me getting all these crazy connections and getting, you know, Flying Medusa, like, bigger than we actually are, not on purpose, but it just kind of happened, and it was just like, all right, we'll take the hype, and we'll run with it, and we know we're not going to let anybody, I know, personally, that I'm not going to let anybody down, and the people that I'm playing with sure as hell aren't either, so, we've got a really solid core here, and, uh, yeah.
1: Sounds exciting, man.
2: Really exciting. You yeah. wanna you wanna introduce your song here?
1: <laughs> or you want Heather to do it? Uh I
2: can do it or whatever. Go for it, man. You can do it however you guys want to
1: do it. Go for it. Um I don't know how to
2: introduce the song. How should I do this? <laughs> how how about Heather does it?
3: Oh well, I uh, pronounced it wrong. <laughs> I said, I pronounced it wrong. I said sir, so what did I say?
1: Serpentor? Serpentor and then uh well also yeah, uh fun, fun. all the band members uh, said it wrong every time uh,
3: like it's the pentaur. So just kinda of
2: think of pen the pentor. <laughs> it's from true it it's stupid. It's from really an old G.I. Joe. Oh my god, after, yeah,
1: of course. After, death, after Destro died, uh, he had to have another henchman and the henchman that came on board was repentant. Yes, I remember him. Those were the bad days of G.I. Joe, yes, oh yes. God. Yes,
2: they were the that's, that's Exactly right. Just when Sargon Father The bad days. Came, <sighs> and Horrible days. Hey, yep.
1: You're not just dating yourself, you're dating both of us now because I think uh we might be around <laughs> the same age. I'm not sure. <laughs> Just don't, don't tell me you collect eight tracks. Alright, Dave. Hey. Yeah. Flying for Medusa. Absolutely. Uh we're gonna check check you out right now. Thanks for calling in, Dave, and we've gotta do this again sometime.
2: Definitely. Thanks again, you guys. You guys are awesome.
1: Uh thanks, man. Thanks. See Appreciate it. Now. See you All right, later,
2: cheers,
1: man. You guys. Bye-bye. Yeah. Alrighty then. Oh, he so. was pretty cool. was very cool. Let's hear some. some
0: okay okay well that, settles that. Electric
1: welcome to tuning into sound wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind body and soul i'm amanda your sound therapy expert
0: and i'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing today. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us from renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Natureback podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electricast.